My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news. I'm trying to screw things up as usual. Yeah, so... So I don't know. I get I get such I try to do too many things at once, folks. I almost didn't get here on time. That would have been a heck of a note, letting myself in late. Wow. Anyway, today, welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News. And yeah, this is of course the third of August. By the way, this was my mother's birthday. She would have been 104 today if she was still with us. Um she was an interesting lady. She really was. Carried a big stick. She, my, my mother was the, she was the boss for a lot of years. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome to Traveling Cruise Industry News. Today was a little bit unusual, folks, in that there were two major stories today as far as on my show for my consideration. And I debated on which one to make the lead story and finally opted for Norwegian because I know a number of you guys like Hot Air Tom are big Norwegian folks. Uh, the other one is Carnival. And that's something we got to talk about too. So we're going to talk about both of them. But anyway, I led off with Norwegian Viva floated out, uh, which was yesterday. And the secondary story has to do with the carnival clarifying pre-cruise testing. And that was mentioned in the chat room yesterday. First, anywhere in the world was where you guys said something about it in the chat room uh, toward the end of the program yesterday. And you were absolutely correct as that became a massive story yesterday uh, during the day. So, uh, in addition to those two stories this morning, we've also got the uh, Pacific Encounter arrived in Sydney for the first time. And we're going to talk a little bit about a new port from Carnival. 
So we got all that uh, here at 11 o'clock this morning. If you're listening via the podcast, uh, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net or wherever you get your podcast from. You know, all the main hitters, just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News and you'll find the old fat guy. Um, and as always, in the description of the podcast, you will find a, a link uh, for the video feed in case you want to check out pictures and clips and so forth that I'm showing. Now, one thing that I uh, screwed up on yesterday, uh, you know, the day before uh, I had uh, John was my special guest, John Reitmeyer, from up there in Cookson, Minnesota. And he made mention of the hollyhocks his mother had planted, I don't know, 100 years ago, whenever she planted them. And that they're in full bloom now on the farm there in Minnesota. And I had this loaded up to, to show it yesterday because John had sent it to me. And I, I just completely missed it. So anyway, that's John's hollyhocks that are in full bloom up there in Minnesota where it's probably going to snow tomorrow. Seems to snow up there a lot, but no, I'm serious, not serious about that. So anyway, that's uh, John's hollyhocks. And then um, our buddy Rochelle is uh, on Odyssey of the Seas, of course. And uh, today she's in Ephesus, Turkey. Uh, which uh, is a step back into really olden times, more than 2,000 years ago in an area where it's believed that Anthony and Cleopatra walked. Uh, the same area was uh, uh, at one time uh, inhabited by St. John, uh, St. Paul, even Mary was believed to have been there. So that's Ephesus, Ephesus in Turkey. Uh, and she said that the, she was not there too awfully long ago and that the ruins are considerably uh, different than they were the last time she was there, that there's a lot more excavation uh, has been done. Uh, and it's just, you know, I, I've never been to Turkey, so I don't have the experience, but you know, one of these days, I'm going to get over there. I'm going to get to that part of the world and be able to witness some of these just absolutely magnificent things from the history of the human race. So that's Ephesus. Ephesus, I think that's how you pronounce it. In Turkey, from my good buddy, Rochelle Salerno on Odyssey of the Seas. So now let me double check and make sure there's not anything else I'm supposed to do. I just make mention of uh, September 8th and 9th. That's going to be my birthday, uh, going into my birthday weekend. My birthday is September the 9th. The shows on those two days will be done on the fly, on the road, 
they'll probably be shorter than normal because I'm not going to have time to research like I would every day uh, because I, I'm literally going to be uh, in a rush getting from here to Miami. Uh, and I will be getting on the 10th on Symphony of the Seas. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. It was, you guys know, I've been looking for a bargain, and this was the absolute best thing I could have found anywhere, bar none. So I'm going to be on Symphony of the Seas. That has been added to my uh, cruise schedule now on my blog. I added that this morning. So that's coming up uh, then. So, all right, I'll be back with today's news right after a word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, guys, the lead story this morning was Norwegian Prima. All right, Norwegian Prima floated out yesterday. Although global supply issues have set construction of uh, not Norwegian Prima, a Norwegian Viva uh, floated out. Did I say Prima earlier too? I didn't even look over here. I probably made a mistake on that. Somebody probably called me out on it. Anyway. Uh, Norwegian Viva floated out yesterday. That's sister to the Prima, even though global supply issues have thrown a wrench in the, the schedules of both. Uh, but Norwegian, Norwegian still had enough to celebrate uh, after uh, Prima was officially handed over to Norwegian last week. Uh, there was another occasion to celebrate. The uh, Norwegian Viva took to the water for the first time. Uh, she, of course, is the second of the six new generation cruise ships that Norwegian has come in called the Prima Class. The event took place uh, only a few days after the delivery of the Prima. To celebrate the occasion, a commemorative coin uh, was uh, welded into uh, the Norwegian Viva. Uh, the ceremony was led by Harry Sumner, President Chief Executive Officer, and Antonio Quintana, 
the shipyard director for Fincantieri. Going forward, the focus will be, of course, completing the interior of the 142 gross ton ship uh, for 3,200 passengers that will be sailing uh, in mid to 2023. Viva is expected to make her debut on July the 3rd, 2023. She will spend her inaugural season in Europe sailing in the Western and Eastern Mediterranean and Western Europe. Her maiden voyage will take her from Trieste, Italy to Athens, Greece. Along the way, the vessel will stop in Ravenna, Split, Dubrovnik, uh, Corfu, Mykonos, and Santorini, as well as a couple stops in Turkey before arriving in Athens on July the 12th. The European season will be very port intensive with the ship visiting Spain, France, Portugal, the UK, Belgium, and the Netherlands. On November 16th, 2023, the ship is scheduled to begin her first transatlantic crossing, uh, sailing from Lisbon on an 11-day cruise heading to New York, calling in uh, Madeira and uh, the Azores and Bermuda along the way. From December 23rd through April 24th, and this is kind of the different thing on this schedule, Norwegian Viva will be based in Puerto Rico, where she's going to sail a series of Eastern Caribbean itineraries. I've never sailed out of San Juan. I've been to San Juan a bunch of times, but I've never sailed from San Juan. Have any of you guys, if you have, drop it in the comment. If you've sailed from San Juan, I have not. All right. And the other main story was Carnival. And this, I tell you what, folks, not only does Carnival clarify it, but I think everybody out there that's made this announcement has got to come back and clarify it too. Carnival clarifies pre-cruise testing uh, protocols and which sailings, even the short ones, that still require guests to have a negative test uh, result before embarkation. As was pointed out in our chat room yesterday, testing is still required for all pa for passengers on all cruises, regardless of the length that call on any ports in Bermuda, the Bahamas, or Grand Cayman. Until the destinations change the protocols, it doesn't matter what the cruise lines say. Let me repeat that. Unless the destinations change their protocols, it doesn't matter what the cruise lines say. The Bahamas still calls for pre-cruise testing. That's on all the Bahama Islands. To be clear, if your cruise goes to Kings Wharf in Bermuda, uh, Georgetown and Grand Cayman, or any of the private islands in the Bahamas, I don't care if it's Coco Cay, uh, Great Stirrup Key, uh, Bimini, uh, Nassau, Freeport, doesn't matter. You still have to have pre-cruise testing. Doesn't matter if it's a three-day cruise from Miami 
on Freedom of the Seas. It goes over for one stop and turns around and comes back. You got to have the testing. There's going to be a lot of people in this interim now that think they're going to get on cruises and not have to be tested. And bingo, still got to have that test. So, again, folks, make sure you check on the cruise that you're going on. If it's going to one of those locations, you still got to be uh, uh, to do the free cruise testing. Guests booked on any upcoming cruises should stay in close contact with their cruise line as the embarkation date approaches because protocol can change. I mean, you know, this could happen today. Uh, the Bahamas could change their protocol today, and then that would throw everything into a, a different situation. But right now, as it stands, you got you got to have the testing. There are carnival cruises that do not require the testing. And here's some of them. There's a five-night Western Caribbean from New Orleans on Carnival Valor. There's the Carnival Ecstasy Cruise from Mobile. Carnival Breeze from Galveston. All of them go to Cozumel and maybe Costa Maya. None of those require the testing. A five-night sailing from Tampa on Carnival Paradise going to the going west to Mahogany Bay, Honduras, and Cozumel. Five-night Western Caribbean sailing from Port Canaveral on Carnival Freedom, visiting Amber Cove and Grand Turk. Doesn't go to anywhere in the Bahamas. That one's okay. Four-night Bahama itineraries from Long Beach on Radiance. Three- and four-night uh, Bahama or Baja Mexico cruises from San Francisco on Miracle. From Long Beach on Radiance, calling only in Ensenada. Four-night Western Caribbean sailings from New Orleans on Valor or from Tampa on Paradise, visiting only Cozumel. Four-night Western Caribbean voyages from Miami on Conquest or Sunrise that visit Key West and Cozumel. All those, you don't have to be pre-cruise testing. Anything else, you got to be pre-cruise tested. So it's not just six days and longer. It's six days and longer unless it's going to Bermuda, Bahamas, and uh, Grand Cayman. Then you have to be pre-cruise tested. So that's going to put some people in a dither, I promise you. And, of course, you're going to have a, a segment that are going to be screaming about that. Well, why do we have to do that? Because you shouldn't have to do it because this doesn't happen. And that, the, Sorry, that's the rules. If you don't want to follow the rules, don't cruise. I've said it for, a, a, what, a year now? That's the rules. We got to follow them. I don't like it either, but we got to follow them. All right, P&O down in Australia had some news. Carnival owns Pacific Encounter. Brand new ship, folks. Sailed into Sydney Harbor waters yesterday, offering a salute to hero tugs and additional maritime traditions. The ship's arrival in Sydney, Australia, will continue the revival of Australia's $5 billion a year cruise industry, proving economic benefit to the city 
with local marine engineering and technical services to be added on board, plus more than a half million kilograms. That's 1.1 million pounds, folks. That's what a half million kilograms is. 1.1 million pounds of locally sourced produce to stock the ship the first time. That one just about knocked me off my chair. 1.1 million pounds of produce just to stock a ship. Holy Hannah. Uh, anyway, the ship's time in Sydney is going to be kind of brief as it plans to set sail to its home port, which is Brisbane. Uh, Brisbane has long been one of the main uh, ports in Australia. It enables Queenlanders to cruise with convenience. Pacific Encounter will welcome her first guest on August the 20th for a seven-night cruise departing from Brisbane. So congratulations to our folks down, our friends down under the P&O and to this brand spanking, never sailed before ship in Australia. How about that? All right, there was a big meeting uh, here this week with carnival folks in the Bahamas about what's now being called Grand Port. Carnival Cruise Line met with Grand Bahama business community regarding the new port that will be open in 2024. The Carnival Grand Bahama Cruise Port destination broke ground in May on the south side of the island, where it will serve as gateway to Grand Bahama, representing an investment of 200 million bucks. The port destination will offer Carnival guests a uniquely Bahamian experience with exciting features and amenities, including a one-mile stretch of white sand beach, a nature reserve and an interior pool feature, as well as Bahamian operated retail food and beverage option for Carnival Cruise Line guests to enjoy. Upon completion, the cruise pier will be able to accommodate two of Carnival's XL class ships like the Mardi Gras, two of them, or, you know, we're going to see a celebration this year. It will be able to handle Mardi Gras and Celebration at the same time. Uh, that's shocking to me. Of course, both of them will be powered by liquefied natural gas. Um, Celebration will be sailing later this year. And the Carnival boss, of course, that's Christine Duffy, president of the cruise line, said... And I quote, we look forward to seeing the new port come to life, generating estimating thousand local jobs. Development, construction, and ongoing operation, and ultimately creating a one-of-the-kind experience for Grand Bahama visitors from around the world. Additional details on the design features and the name. We don't have a name for the cruise port yet, for the cruise port destination. Like for now, it's just being called Grand Port. Uh, will be revealed in the coming months. Could give Carnival plenty of chances to keep it in the news cycle 
and keep us mentioning it every day on this channel and others. Carnival Cruise Line will continue to keep local businesses informed about progress and opportunities on the project. Yeah, well, that's so they can keep their name in the headlines over and over and over. All right, let's go see who's in the chat room and if I'm getting yelled at about anything. All right, let's see. Hot air is with us. Carol's with us. Mike's here. Hi, guys. Kenneth's with us. Hey, Kenneth. Emily, Emily, you're up early. Holy cow. Your clock must be broken. You're out of bed. I'm getting infinitely hard time for a few days. I, got, I mean, I got to start in on it. I didn't want to pick on her when she was sick. Hot Air says uh, Carnival and MSC Cruisers will be really messed up with these rules. Better to just return all testing. Well, I mean, that, you know, Hot Air Tom, that's going to happen eventually. But until then, something tells me that uh, that MSC and, and Royal and everybody, they need to straighten out, the ones that haven't need to straighten out the, the situation they're their cruisers in. I mean, my story yesterday on MSC did not point out the uh, stipulations that it did not include um, the Bahamas. MSC has a private island in the Bahamas as well. It wasn't in the story from MSC. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about looking at looking at it when I was writing the story yesterday morning. Maybe I slipped up on that and it got past me. But anyway, I'm thinking that it's the same situation for all the cruise lines. Carnival's just come out and said it. So my hat's off to Carnival for, for uh, clarifying this up front before it gets time to go cruising on a Carnival ship. Hey, Tom, are you going to be in Bermuda the end of September? Emily, you are missing an O. Not so good a greeting. Hello? Ooh, Julie. Oh, I think Tom is just stroking her. Cindy's with us. Hi, Cindy. Uh, Kenneth, nope. Uh, Hot Air says, nope, I will be on. Prima Transatlantic stopping Kirkwall, Scotland, and Iceland. Nice. Sunny's here. Pretty flowers, John. Sunny, uh, uh, thank you for John. Yeah, they were. They're lovely. I don't I don't have any hollyhocks. We used to, and I think they got overtaken by a butterfly bush, which is what we call it. It's a trumpet vine and the hummingbirds. And the um, and butterflies just s- are all over it. So it's on on my pool house across the top of my pool house, actually. And I mean, you know, there, you might go out there and have thirty hummingbirds and flying around on the various blooms on that. But anyway, 
it ain't a, it, it just overtook the hollyhocks and they're not there anymore nikki's with us hi nick i have a feeling that uh emily was trying to say that's her typing I'm still not sure who you are. Second time catching us live. Thank you very much for that. And I do need to find out, is that your real name or is that a handle? So at some point in time, you could let me know on that. Uh, and maybe send, send me a direct message on your real name so I can say hello to you, Imaji, Jill, Imaji, Jill, whatever. <laughs> anyway, welcome back a second time. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Messing with you on your on your name or handle, whichever it is. Um. Oh, Emily wrote hello afterwards. Okay, I didn't go back and look at that. The hollyhocks are lovely. I grew them when we lived in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Cindy says, I will be in Turkey on NCL Viva in October 2024. I've never been there either. Man, I tell you what. Of course, I've enjoyed uh, Rochelle's travel. She's been... In Europe, I did ask her, I chatted with her the other day on some other matters. And she did, somewhere in all this, the traveling over there, because she's been on like nine or ten cruises now out of Europe, she did come home in in the middle. And there, there was a time in there where she came home, I guess, and washed her underwear to go back again, or whatever she did. Anyway, um she also, she's one of the people that is very successful in the casinos on cruises. Is how this seems to be happening for her. And I'm tickled that she, on the, on the particular cruise she's on now, not only was it um, at, uh, free, they gave her a thousand dollars of play in the casino as part of the cruise, and she's four hundred dollars ahead on that. So she's on this cruise over there with all kinds of perks and stuff that they they give to her, and she's four hundred dollars ahead on top of that. So yeah, I'd be cruising like that too. But anyway, I've enjoyed because she, she's been some places that I hope to go to that I've never been. So Mr. Bucket List is here. Hi, Mr. Bucket List. He says, hi, Symphony of the Seas. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a, that was a nice add-on for me. I just, just totally, because, you know, I'm looking for bargains right now. I'm trying to make up for some of the cruises that I've spent extra on. And uh, this is one that balances things out nicely. Uh, yeah, there we go. Viva. I, I'm pretty sure I said Prima uh, in there. 
which was a mistake on my part. Yeah, it's Viva that's that's floated out, not Prima. Prima they was delivered last week, and I think that was a, a total. Uh, <laughs> I'll write that one off to a senior moment, folks. How's that? Imagil, Imagil, however I pronounce that. I'll come up with it one of these days, folks. Because uh, as I can't wait to go on both Prima and Viva, I completely agree on, I hope to sell on both of them too. Nikki says, feeling good, just waiting for another doctor's appointment. Looking forward to having lunch with Tom and Cindy in Florida. Another Nikki lunch. Uh, you know what, Nikki? I'm going to be the, the 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 Tom and Cindy cruise that I'm going on. I'm flying to it, but I'm going to be coming right back down there, coming through Jacksonville on uh, to go for uh, Symphony. As a matter of fact, what I'm thinking about doing is seeing if I can leave here early enough in the morning on the 8th, uh, which means I have to get up in the middle of the night, which I normally do anyway. But if I can leave here early enough in the morning, even still doing a show on the fly, I might make it to Jacksonville for dinner if we have maybe a little slightly late dinner, seven-ish dinner, uh, somewhere in that vicinity that night. Something else to plan for. Jason's with us. By the way, folks, if you, these NCL ships look nice. Yes, they do. If you have not uh, seen it, Jason posted uh, a video on his channel on Bermuda uh, that's excellent. I And I, I sent him a message saying the same thing. I especially appreciated his use of music in the video and the music that he chose was outstanding. And there's also... How can I say this? I don't want to give it away. Yeah, I can. All right. He does. He has some selfies in the, throughout the video that aren't selfies like a selfie where you're sitting there looking at a camera like all of us do. I do hundreds of times a day. You know, my arrogance, I guess. Uh, but he, he obviously, his selfies are doing something like he's looking at whatever is the subject matter at that part of the video. It's really cool. So hats off to our buddy Jason on the video he posted on, on his recent legends cruise. I know, it was outstanding, Jason. I really did. Hot air says, glad you're feeling good, Nikki. I sailed out of Puerto Rico on Carnival Fascination. Yeah, rest in peace for the Fascination. I've been on Fascination before, too. I love Fascination. 
uh, but you have sailed out of Puerto Rico. All right, so that's somebody we'll have to probably have to talk about when the time comes on uh, Puerto Rico as a as a port. I wonder if we need to test on the Prima departing Southampton since we stop in Canada. I understand we need to complete the Arrive Cam app. If you need to test on the Prima stopping in Canada. I don't know. Hot air, that's one I'm going to have to... I thought Canada was on that list, but clearly it was not on Carnival's uh, list. Maybe they don't do any short cruises that go to Canada. Maybe that's why that all their cruises are six nights or longer that stop in Canada. And that's still, you have to pre-cruise test it. I'm going to say, hot air, you definitely need to check on that one because it well could be in the, uh, that, that you're going to have to have the test for that. Again, the selling out of Southampton, that's another story altogether. Uh, Cindy says, I sail from San Juan on a carnival ship, Destiny, now Sunshine. Yep, I was on Destiny. I've not been on Sunshine since the remake. Don't recall any problems from that port. I flew in the day of sailing for that. Ooh. You flew into San Juan on the day of sailing. Man, that's a risky one. Of course, you're flying from Florida, so you were closer. Yeah. Hey, still, that, that's, that's going to be, that's even riskier than me flying to Miami on day of sailing. It's so confusing now. I'm sure someone will not read and just show up. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's got to happen, and and that's going to cause. Because te- technically speaking, they have been, you know, not allowing people on board the ships, and of course that was when they still had testing available at the port. That's been discontinued now. I don't know. I think that's going to cause a mess. Uh, also, Ema. How about for now? That's what I'm going to call you. Ema. 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 Basically, Cozumel and Rotan don't require testing. No, they don't. And the, the shorter cruises, you know, they don't go to any place that does. Grand Cayman is the only Western direction that requires it. Well, the Epic that normally has done PR embarkation to remain or be repositioned after Viva moves to Puerto Rico. You got to assume, out air, that that's going to be a repositioning as well. Um, but I have, I mean, I haven't looked as, as Epic scheduled into uh, 2024. When was when was she getting to? I forget now what the story said. Um, how far is Epic on the schedule for? I can look that up. I have not looked that up for a while. Let's see. Um, 
give me a half a second here. I will look that up, Tom, hot air time, to keep you from doing it. Uh, let's see, Norwegian Epic. And folks, if you're listening on the podcast, I am actually looking something up on my computer and trying to talk at the same time. That's like chewing gum and walking, which I never have been able to do. Okay, the Norwegian Epic is on the schedule through. No, she's on the schedule into 24. She's the European schedule into 24 is at least there. Oh, she's in Europe. Once she goes to Europe in 23, she stays in Europe. So yeah, that's that's going to be um, another. She's scheduled for no. She's scheduled in San Juan. Wow, now I'm confused. Early early 23 through to April of 23, she's scheduled out of San Juan. I'm going to have to research this one uh, some some more hot air. That's a good that's a good question, and I thought I could come up with an answer real quickly, and it's even more confusing. So I'm going to have to look into that one. Hot air says, uh, uh, oh, says to Jason, hope the carnival cruises are paying attention. We can watch cruise mapper on disembarkation days and see if they depart late. Yeah, well, that's a possibility, but it's it's not as likely, I don't think. Uh, uh, hot air. Um Ema says, I would think so, Cindy. Our Alaska cruise was going to stop in Victoria because we were late. The port was canceled. No one was able to get off but officials for uh, declarations. This is why people are going to be so mad. Yeah, I think think there's going to be some some definite pushback from this one. You leave the secure transit area, you would have to fill out the Arrive Can app. Otherwise, you wouldn't have to fill it out. Right, there you go, hot air. That's that's straight from the Canada. So that's uh, that's your answer, hot air, Tom. Ultimately, Ema says. Ultimately, what is the point of the RCAM app to track COVID? Who comes through its country? Asking, I really don't know. Uh, thanks, Carol. Makes sense. And Cindy says. Uh, Ema, yep, Don mentioned the MSC guidelines uh, were being misinterpreted with people thinking they dropped vaccination requirements because they didn't read the whole memo, too many assumptions. Yeah, well, I I guess I'm guilty of that too because I did not, I did not check the information from MSC that was in their news release. And that was, in fact, not uh, correct yesterday. So, yeah, even these supposedly official things that I get can still be wrong, guys. I'm finding that out the hard way. 
everybody is going to want to go with us on Carnival Paradise to Honduras and Cozumel with no pre-cruise testing. That's right. We're going to uh, to uh, Honduras and Cozumel. We don't have to be tested for one cruise. How about that? Everything else I'm doing, <laughs> I'm not doing that many short cruises, but everything else I'm doing is going there. Yeah, Ema says that everyone, they need to they need to straighten it out. I'm I'm telling you, these other companies going to have to unless they're just going to ignore it. But I think the the destinations are going to come up and bite them in the butt. Say, oh no, you're not. Jason says maybe I'll jump on that Paradise Cruise with you guys. Come on, Jason. I tell you what, it's. It's at a really good price right now. The last time I looked, better than I booked it, but not enough to do the changing yet. I booked it at a pretty decent price. Maybe bigger discounts on those. Where do I have to test more spaces for me? <laughs> yeah. Emma. Okay. Emma G. Emma G. Now I know. Okay. Yes. It's a long story. I understand. Okay. Now at least I know. Okay. Now I know I'm dealing with. So it just took me a while to put all the little parts together. Thank you very for straightening me up. So I know. I know who you are now. (laughs) Cindy says it's November. Fifth on Paradise Cruising, super cheap. Uh, she just had an upgrade for $200 for a balcony, so she jumped on it, smaller ship with limited number of balconies. Of course, my biggest thing is, is because of it being a smaller ship, I have to be very careful with the handicapped cabin because the door widths are entirely different. Now, not so on some of the larger ships, like on Symphony of the Seas, I'm actually going to be staying in a junior suite. Well, the junior suite is not a handicapped accessible room, but the door is wide enough for the scooter. And I'll have the main thing that, that I need in a handicapped accessible room is number one, to get my scooter in and out. And then the shower, uh, I like to have the shower that has the seat in it. Well, I can get the the, uh, the house guy to bring me a seat for the bathtub. Same difference. I'm sitting in the tub as long as I don't have to try to stand in the stub and walk out and you know, step out and those kind of things. That's where I run into difficulty. But, uh, and, and, Standing up that long a time, it, it just kills me. Kills my back, kills my hip, kills my knee. It just these parts are worn out. So I get in the shower and I sit down on my big fat butt. Okay. Now the handicap has the nice handheld shower. So some regular showers still have handhelds, some don't. If it's just a regular shower head and I have a 
seat to put in the tub, as long as the water's coming down on my head so I can wash my hair and shampoo and, and rinse it out. I mean, the rest of me, get the hell and bathe and, you know, I can do that fine from sitting in a chair, sitting on a, it's a stool, it's not a chair. Um, but yeah. So on, on Symphony, because all their, all their handicap rooms were, were taken as, as late as I did this. Uh, they were booked. But because it is in a, uh, a suite, the doors are wider. But anyway, not so on Carnival Paradise, uh, Cindy. I looked into that. Uh, so I have to have the accessible room on the smaller ship to have the wider door. Never had a balcony on a fantasy class ship. Would be nice. Birthday dinner. Oh yeah, that would it would be uh, well it'd be the night before my birthday actually, but we can call it that. Imagee, wow, good deal, Cindy, two hundred dollars. An upgrade is a great price. Yeah, that it, 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 she did. Cindy does well. She did really well on that one. Jason says thanks. Oh, that was for my talking about you, talking nicely about you for a change. I usually don't talk nicely about Jason. Or Emily. Or Hot Air Tom. Actually, yeah, I do. But anyway, I really liked I like Jason's video. That was really good. Mike says, Emma says you can call her. Oh, yeah, I know that. I got that now. <laughs> uh, I say caught up, you guys. Are cruise lines putting less accessible rooms? No. Um, the only, the only thing about the accessibility, accessible rooms are the same as they've been, uh, and actually newer ships have more. Uh, it's just that with Symphony of the Seas, uh, Emma, uh, Emma G, I was, I just did it and it's what in four weeks, five weeks from yesterday something like that. It, you know, it's pretty quick. They were just gone. So that can happen, especially in times when they're trying to sell the damn things out to make up for all the lost money. Uh, my aunt has, has to travel with a scooter. So uh, the past three cruises, we've had so much difficulty getting the scooter in the room. Mostly we book late our issue we know we have to book earlier uh, and always ask when you're booking if you're if if your aunt's going for a handicap accessible rule that takes care of it on any ship um so unless you're is she actually traveling with her own scooter that might have a special width that's another thing to look into the scooter round scooters, which is what I rent. I, I don't take my scooter from home. Uh, it's too small anyway for a cruise. Uh, but the uh, the big, the scooter round scooters all will fit uh, through the accessible doorways on any cruise ship. 
Emma G says they fill up fast, I guess. Yes, they do. <coughs> All right, guys. That's going to wrap me up for today. I was starting to choke there. So anyway, guys, I will be back same time, same channel tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time for Travel and Cruise Industry News on whatever. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Wednesday. No. Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Oh, tomorrow we got uh, got two things. I got uh, Travel and Cruise Industry News. I've got Cruise Amigos tomorrow afternoon. Anyway, if you're new to this channel, thumbs up. We appreciate that. If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. Helps me out a lot. And, uh, of course, that keeps the channel growing. So I'll see everybody back here tomorrow. Thanks for being with me. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Have a terrific day. And uh, I'll see everybody tomorrow. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.